everyone and welcome back to the Monday Morning Faith Podcast. I am Emily coming to you from Vancouver, Canada and I have an exciting announcement for you guys. I am doing a website for the Monday Morning Faith Podcast and it's going to launch soon. It's going to have lots of exciting materials. It's going to have Bible study guides. It's going to have um, all of the podcast links. It's going to have um, some fun like screensavers for your lock phone. It's going to have lots of fun resources um, that might encourage you in your faith journey um, and that you can share with your friends and family if you want. And it's just going to be really cool. So keep tuned for that. And that's going to launch soon here. Um, I'll keep you guys posted about it. But anyways, aside from that exciting announcement, I just want to get into the fact that um, today we're going to be talking about how should we respond to other faiths, religions and people that we have differences with. Um, and this is really, um, I think it's a hot topic and I just was really had it on my mind this morning and I was giving it a lot of thought and it just, this whole, um, concept came to me really clearly. And so I just really want to dive into it with you guys and take a moment to, um, to pray firstly and just ask that God would be with us, um, as we listen, as I record, um, and that he would really speak through, um, through this message today, um, to enlighten our hearts um, soften our hearts, even we could say. So dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all of your provision over each and every one of our lives. We love you so deeply and we want to grow deeper with you each and every day. And we know in order to do that, that means we have to love your people. One of your greatest commandments for us is to love each other as you've loved us, to forgive each other as you've forgiven us. And so God, we just ask that you would help us do these things that you would encourage us to grow with you and in so doing that, encourage us to grow alongside of the people you've placed into our lives and that you would encourage us um, to show love to these people um, just as you've commanded us to do so. So God, please inspire all of our hearts and please soften our hearts and minds to people that we have differences with um, so that we can show them that we are your disciples, Lord. In the Father's name and in Jesus' name and the Spirit's name, I pray. Amen. So we're going to be in Genesis chapter 18 today. Um, and the reason we're going to be in there is because um, when you think about everything um, that happened in Sodom and Gomorrah, I think it really um, exemplifies what's going on in our lives and in our cultures and across the world today. Um, you know, if you believe that Jesus is God, that, you know, if you believe in Christianity, if you believe these things, then every, where you look around the world, you can see people that are living, um, so far away from that, um, so many differences and disconnects and it can be really discouraging, but I think it can also taint the people that we have these differences with in our minds. And I think sometimes that um, we give ourselves permission to be not as kind to certain people then because they're not like us. And um, that is absolutely not the message of the gospel. God tells us to, like I said earlier, love everyone and forgive everyone and all sorts of things that all stem from love for others, each and every one. Um, actually, I was saying I like to, if I'm having a hard time loving someone because they've hurt me, um, or we just have way too many differences to, um, have a relationship at all, um, something I tell myself is that, 
um, I, I take John 3.16 and I replace the word world with whoever that person's name is. So God so loved the world, and then instead of worlds, you say the person's name you're having a hard time loving, that he gave his one only son, so whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. So God so loved that person that you are struggling to love in this time that he, he gave Jesus his only son to die for our sins so that we can have eternal life. So when you think about the people you're struggling to love because of your differences, um, it's easy to see that um, God loves them, so we should love them. And God, Jesus died on the cross for that one person, that one individual, um, just as he died for you. And so if Jesus is willing to die for that person, uh, we can certainly be encouraged by that to uh, love them. Um, And basically in... Genesis, we're looking at Sodom and Gomorrah, and they kind of represent, in my mind, everything that is um, just sin. Like, it's just, it's a representation of sin in a place, are those cities, and they're constantly referred to throughout the whole Bible because of that uh, prevalent, um, sinful place that they inhabited. Everything within them was sinful and evil, um, except for um, a man named Lot and his uh, family, which were spared but you'd have to go uh check out more on that because we're not going to dive too hard into that part but um it is important to note that um that um at that time Sodom and Gomorrah can be thought of like a downtown city core like there's lots of um just really rampant sin and like you know at times God can feel far from those places um but I assure you he's in all of them Um, And that's what the Bible says as well, of course, that God is everywhere. Um, So basically, how should we respond to people of other faiths, religions, and people we have differences with? Well, I think um, a good thought is um, basically Abraham wound up praying to God to save um, any good people that might have been living in Sodom and Gomorrah before the Lord was going to destroy it. Because the Lord was like, um, you know, this place is too evil, this this place is rampant with sin, I'm going to destroy it, and God uses um, slight, um, God at certain specific points in time has used wrath in ways that we don't necessarily understand or make sense of, and I'm not going to profess to know why God would destroy Sodom and Gomorrah and not like, you know, certain areas in California where there's like lots of sin going on, and so um, or even like certain schools where there's lots of sin going on, certain, um, you know, corporate offices with lots of sin going on. I don't understand, um, God's timing. And I don't think we're frankly meant to understand God's timing or purposes or wills for everything. Um, it's only what he, uh, decides to reveal to us that we can truly understand as he allows us to. Um, but anyways, God decided he's going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah because it was just so rampant with sin. But then Abraham pleads for the nation um, that, you know, God would save anyone if they were innocent. And so I want to look at um, popular culture for a second and just think about, um, I think we've been really conditioned to believe that in order to um, be a loving person or even a loving Christian, you know, I'm not like other Christians. I love and accept everybody. Like, to be that person, 
then you have to be willing to um to have an understanding uh education and um willingness to experience um other cultures and faiths and rituals and religions and um i went down that path uh, a few months ago where i wanted to look at um some various videos on youtube about hinduism and um islam because i just wanted to understand i don't know i felt like um i felt like it would help me in the sense of apologetics like so basically defending the gospel um is what that means apologetics and i thought like maybe that would help me in my conversations with other people with non-believers if i just knew more about other religions then i could be more firm when i discuss my religion and i really felt um a lot of darkness in exploring these things and um i wound up really feeling rebuked by it and um i felt like yeah god really pulled me away from that content really quickly actually and um that's just my experience with it but at the end of the day i don't think abraham would have gone down to sodom and gomorrah to learn about their gods to be tolerant and appreciate their culture that's not what abraham did Abraham still chooses to plead and pray to the Lord with repetition, with just like Philippians 4, 6 through 7, um, when God says, come to you with prayer, um, petition, thanksgiving, um, then he'll answer us. And um, Abraham does all these things. He comes to God repeatedly. He prays to him uh, non-ceasingly and uh he does it multiple times and so um abraham really pleads to god and um i think we can see by that like clearly abraham cares about these people who he may have never even met or had many dealings with but abraham is praying for them so he obviously cares for them like abraham has no stake in this it's not like abraham is going to lose anything it's not like he's going to be at disadvantage or any of his close friends and family are going to be disadvantaged by this occurrence like um so i think that really shows abraham's heart as um someone who loves the lord that he's willing to love all of the lord's people um by praying um for those that would be upright to be saved and so i think that really reveals a true amazing character of him um but notice how that's different than abraham you know showing his love to those people by saying, oh, hey, actually, can you tell me about idol worship? Um, can you explain to me all the different pagan gods you, you guys um, bow down to and worship? And actually, um, can I participate in the ritualistic ceremony with you as well? Um, I don't think that is the proper response. I think that is... Um, I've, I've read a great quote the other day, actually, about how... Um, you don't want to give yourself over to temptation because why do you want to prove to yourself that you can withstand temptation? Like, that's a fool's game to say, oh, I just want to see how good I am at resisting. Um, you're better off never setting foot in the first place. Um, now, of course, I am not saying not to associate with people that are different from us. That is like the absolute opposite. I think God will always place people in our lives that are different from us and have different beliefs. Um, and we're meant to love them even when it's hard and difficult. Um, because it um, it edifies us as believers to do what God tells us to do, which is to go into the world, proclaim the gospel, share it, and um, lead others to believe by our words and our examples. And so um, it's really important that we have people in our lives that are different than us. 
um, different faiths, religions, but it's different to, um, I believe, to, to go down and uh, be willing to practice and educate yourself um, to an extreme on that topic. So, um, for example, in my apartment building, if I have a Hindu neighbor that moves in and we get to chatting and they start sharing uh, stuff about their faith and stuff, um, yeah, I don't see why I wouldn't continue that conversation and, like, you know, um, ask them a couple questions, share about my faith, you know, just kind of have, a, like, a pleasant discussion if it were to come up. Um, and even if they didn't discuss their faith, uh, still gonna be a kind neighbor to them. Um, but that doesn't mean I say, um, oh, like, can I come with you to your religious ceremony this weekend? Can I do this? Can I do that with you? Because that is just inviting a lot of temptation and, um, disrespect into your heart when it comes to God. Um, and that's what I personally believe that you can choose not to believe that. But, um, I believe like, the first out of the Ten Commandments is you shall have no gods before me. And I truly believe that that commandment means that we don't explore um, in-depth knowledge, understanding, and we don't adopt the practices and rituals of other religions um, or other spirits. Um, I mean that for horoscopes as well. Um, You know, God is very clear that, like, horoscopes are not something... Um, we are supposed to dabble in as Christians at all. It's, um, and even if you think there's no harm to you from it, um, A, I would disagree because the whole reason God, um, cautions us with commandments and, um, with instruction is to protect us from the consequences of sin. Like a loving father, he's trying to protect us from the consequences of wrongdoings, but it's also extremely disrespectful to God. And as lovers of God, Christians, um, wherever you are in your faith journey, you know, if you believe in God, you know, I can guarantee you, um, he's done things for you, um, in your life. He's provided for you. He has, um, been there for you. Um, you know, the list goes on. And, um, I think out of reverence, love, and kindness, uh, the very least we could do is not insult him by, um, not interacting with other gods and um and by that i mean anything spiritual that he um calls us against um now let's give another example if you're hanging out with your friends in high school or at work and they all start talking about their horoscopes and their signs i'm not saying don't be friends with these people or don't interact with them um but don't start diving into um, horoscopes and what your sign is and reading all those things and researching it and downloading apps and sharing related memes to it and like just don't like you can associate with people you have differences with without taking part in those differences that God calls us against and um, at the end of the day um, you know it just it's for our own protection um, first and foremost and then it's also for it's for god it's for respect for him it's the first of the ten commandments you shall have no gods before me and i um and jesus reiterates that all throughout the gospel um you know like he he can be the only one in your heart the only god though like he has to be the king of your heart and um if you need help uh getting to that point um you know maybe you're just exploring your relationship with God for the first time and 
you're not quite there with him yet, bring it to him. Just bring it to his feet. I assure you, he wants to listen and help you with it. He's not the God of anger and hate. That is not him. He's loving and forgiving. It's um, by grace through faith that we are saved. And that is all we must have is faith. And it is his grace that covers over all of our um, wrongdoings. It is love that covers over a multitude of sins. And at the end of the day, God is just all up in our lives and we can't see it. We don't acknowledge it all the time, but he is absolutely there with us. I just want to read for you guys um, Psalm Psalm 139 verses 1 to 6. Um, just to really communicate the um, the presence he has uh, in our hearts and lives. And this is why we ought to have no gods aside of him, because he cares for us more deeply, more lovingly than anyone on this earth ever could, than any false god ever could, than any star or zodiac sign, you know. And so I really want to read this to you in hopes that you might feel his love in these words. Um, Psalm 139 verse 1 to 6 says, You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. And the reason I love that one so much is because it it shows that God is in everything. It shows that he's in every situation and he loves us and um we need to remember that the people we have differences with um this is the same thing he is offering to them as well um which is why we should be encouraged by people we have differences with um to be good examples of god's love that he's given us we have to reflect that love onto others and to just know that, you know, his knowledge is too wonderful and too lofty to attain. And it's beyond our comprehension. Um, so I think I think God really calls us to, um, to really, I think we need to reject, like this is a personal opinion, but I feel like God is calling us as Christians to reject the notion that we need to be um, tolerant and appreciate other people's cultures uh, by participating in uh, spiritual or religious uh, educational and uh, practicing content. You know, um, I think we need to be tolerant and appreciative of culture by willing to uh, listen to people we're in conversation with, um, ask polite questions, and, um, and be empathetic and sympathetic um, to whatever they may be sharing, uh, and be, um, happy for them, encouraging with whatever they might be sharing, um, so long as it's, you know, of course, in accordance with your faith, um, but just to be kind and, um, loving and, you know, and that's how we show tolerance and appreciation. It's not through, um, actually partaking in these things ourselves, um, by actually, um, partaking in horoscopes, by partaking in, um, indigenous ceremonies, um, with um, uh, different animal spirits, you know. Um, I, I don't believe that's how we show our love. I believe we show our love by being a good friend, a good neighbor, um, by acts of kindness um, that are meaningful, um, 
by just being a listening ear into someone else's life, um, being willing to put yourself second and put this other person first, regardless of the fact you have differences. Um, and um, I think that is much more what God is calling us to do. I'm going to leave you guys with a few questions today that you can ask yourselves and think about. Um, when it comes to interacting with people of different faith, how do you feel about the commandment, you shall have no gods before me? How does it play out in your life? And then another question I have for you guys today is, how do you balance respect for others and respect for God? Um, because sometimes they don't always go hand it feels like it's hard to do both simultaneously. Um, um, and, but I think the Bible is a great tool for, um, for navigating that balance, which is not easy. It's not easy to navigate. But I think, um, I think the, the Lord is clear in his instruction for our lives um, to be kind and gentle and that words matter. Um, and we shouldn't be quick to speak, but slow to listen, slow to anger. Um, that we should, um, you know, put others ahead of ourselves, but that we need to, um, we, we can't lie to others, um, or we should, sorry, we shouldn't lie to others, um, and that we need to um, not subject ourselves to temptation, um, whatever that temptation is, we need to not subject ourselves to that um, temptation, that we need to find a way out of that, um, because with temptation, comes action and with action comes habit and then it's hard to get out after that so um by managing respect for others and respect for god i think we need to turn to god's word the direct source and we need to um pour our hearts out to him and ask him for help um because it matters like the bible says our words matter our actions matter these things really like our choices have big influences so that's how i'd encourage you some other questions i have are do you think we have a responsibility uh, as Christians who want to love others to learn about other religions, gods, and rituals? So I shared my opinion with you um, that I was using scripture to formulate, but um, you're obviously able to have your own opinion. So, um, you know, do you think we have a responsibility to learn about these other religions, gods, and rituals or partake in them? And how do you feel about partaking in them? Have you ever been asked before? I also wanted to touch on whether or not you think Abraham had the right approach in Genesis 18.20 when he starts pleading to the Lord um, for the saving uh, of anyone who was upright. Um, that's a prayer of intercession, which means to pray for others. Um, and then, do you think that Abraham did the right thing? Do you think Abraham should have done more uh, for the uh, community of Sodom and Gomorrah before of this? Do you think um, do you think Abraham was right in his ways? Um, how do you think the Lord felt about Abraham pleading for this? Um, and then last question here is, how should we conduct ourselves when we're around people we disagree with? Um, you know, I, I gave some good ideas today about how you can... Um, you know, like respectfully kind of bow out of the situation. Um, if it's a temptation, if it's uncomfortable, if it's against God's word, um, while still loving others. But um, it's easier said than done, absolutely. Um, which is why I'd like to close the prayer and pray over you. Um, and 
God, we just lift up all of our burdens about, you know, not loving others the right way that we feel. Any guilt, any shame, any frustrations, we just lift it up to you. We just want to learn to love others, God, and we want you to fill our hearts with compassion and mercy, just as you've given to us, so that we may give them to others who may not feel that in their lives. And God, we just ask that you would direct us and guide us on um, your path of love for others, um, regardless of our differences with people. And we just ask that you would encourage us in all of our ways and that you would encourage us to uh, remain true to your word and true to our faith in you and that you would strengthen our belief in you each and every day um, for the betterment of your kingdom for our lives and for others' lives. Um, so God, we, we trust you and we love you and we just ask that you would encourage us and strengthen us as lovers of others. So in your name we pray, amen. All right, everyone, I'm wishing you guys all a great day. I hope you have um, taken something valuable away from today, and I really look forward to chatting next time. See ya.